Welcome to Spiritual Kiki. My name is Verucci and I'm a comedian and Oprah stan. I want to help you laugh, meditate, and twerk your ass off to the deeper world around you. In Spiritual Kiki, we'll interview leaders, artists, comedians, spiritual advisors, and health and wellness gurus. I hope Spiritual Kiki makes you giggle, think, and awaken to your best boss bitch life. My inaugural guest today is Sir Christopher Saint. I had the pleasure of meeting Chris in a queer Christian group a while back. Chris is a pop star and fashion icon. Please welcome to the show, Sir Christopher Saint. Hello, how's it going? Good, how are you? Oh my god, this technology is amazing. I know, so convenient. What's going on? Um, not much, just going through, uh, you know, this whole process and learning <laughs> yeah. day by day, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> So I noticed on your Instagram, you go by Sir Christopher Saint now. How did that happen? Oh, yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm excited about just what this new season is, is unfolding and revealing for me. I've been on my music artist journey for, I want to say my entire life, but I've really just been focusing as an independent artist for the last eight or so years. And so when I first started, I had this whole alter ego personality and um and then somewhere in the middle of that i i, I rebranded and then was going by my name chris jacob and then just very uh recently uh i'm on the heels of releasing my first album i got a record deal in 2018 and i've uh, been working on developing the material and just been making the best album that i could possibly make over the last two years and you know, what I realized as an artist is that the artists that I love, like Lady Gaga or um, Freddie Mercury or David Bowie, a lot of them are selling a dream, you know, Prince. Like, they're not necessarily giving you the relatable, this is who I am. And it's it's almost like drag in that sense, where they're giving you a fantasy. And I think that that aspect of uh, me being a conceptual pop artist is is what I can explore by me creating this elevated sense of self through Sir Christopher Saint. And so, yeah, I think my my music and and my art is it's all types of intersections of spirituality and sexuality and just personal empowerment. And so that's why I'm now going by this persona, which is very close to who I am, you're still going to get, you know, you know, aspects of who I am as a person. But, you know, we we live for the drama, as you know. <laughs> yes, I all those artists are queer, and they, they all defied gender. And yeah, I love it. Exactly. I think what the responsibility and just the honor of being an artist is helping people see behind the veil and to dream, right? Because reality is, it's depressing. <laughs> and sometimes it's yeah. laced with suffering and that's all we can focus on, which is why we use art as, as a form of, as healthy escapism to show ourselves that, no, 
we can aspire for something more. And I think, you know, by having this identity as an artist, like it's just a lot more aspirational. And then I can basically build a universe around who I am. And that is part of what my talent is. All the dream, baby. <laughs> Giving you fantasies, honey. Oh, oh my gosh. What do you think about Poppy? Poppy, I mean, again, like, neither here nor there like every I feel like the artists that I love even like Billie Eilish for instance like she's a whole ass mood like everything about her you know like from like her Gucci track suits to like you know her double XL t-shirts like everything's a mood like Lana Del Rey she's a a whole ass mood you know and like Poppy yeah. is is you know this in it's just she's an entire concept i think part of the fun aspect of pop music is that i've always seen it as a visual art form and so for me myself even as a performer to kind of wear a second suit and to like you know embody it's like almost like you can be clark kent but then you still have to put on your superman outfit you know you could be bruce wayne and then you put on your batman outfit like I feel like, in a way, that's what drag artists do. I know that you have different roles that you're playing as an actor. So, you know, anytime you kind of can embody that other, that oomph of confidence or pizzazz or spark, like, you know, it helps yes. elevate a performance. Yeah, and and I agree. It's like not being so identified with mm. your form and, you know, your gender and what you're born with and certain expectations and realizing that you have the power and the freedom to create mm. whatever reality you want. I love that. Yes. And especially I've always seen music as my, my medium or my vessel because it is so uh, boundaryless, you know, like the, you can bend gender, you can bend genre, you can, you know, um, sell uh, a vision that most people aren't expecting. And I think that there's there's a, a healthy cushion or just an acceptance amongst artists that understand that that's, that's a part of the expression, you know, not creating those boundaries or like oh. you said, those labels, because um, those yeah. are so limiting. So I saw that you also read New Earth. How was that experience Yes, I mean, you? I've read New Earth maybe three times in the last two years. Um, but I would say that around two years ago, I had, let's say, the seed of what an enlightenment experience is, you know, an awakening process. And essentially that had led me to a season, which is still continuing, of deep questioning and, you know, answer seeking. And uh, a New Earth was, actually, I, I read The Power of Now first by Eckhart Tolle, um, but it was one of the very first, like, spiritual, self-transformational, self-developmental uh, books that I've ever read. And uh, Eckhart has definitely been, I would say, like, a gateway for me um, into this uh, this library or this uh trove of of spiritual thought leadership that exists and i'm obsessed i've probably read like yes. 50 of these types of spiritual books in the last two years <laughs> yes 
Um, and basically anyone on Super Soul Sunday, I've probably read at least one okay. one of their books. Uh, that's how I, you know, oh. you use Oprah to help you curate, you know, who's relevant. Exactly. You listen to one podcast and then you're like, okay, cool. Let me see what their version is of, you know, how to navigate yeah. the world and this experience that we call life. Yes. Have you read Seed of the Soul? Yeah, Gary Zukov. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say A New Earth for me is really just such a special book because not only does Mm -hmm. he break down, you know, one of the most essential processes of of awareness and consciousness around your ego and um, Mm -hmm. a lot of then what most people in in their awakening have to do is this great unlearning. It's a whole process of self-healing, right? And, um, but what I love about it is because Mm -hmm. he's setting the stage, like he wrote that book around 10 years ago, but in that time, he was basically setting the stage for the birth of, of a new consciousness. And I believe that we are exactly in this moment, like, especially when we return back to society in a post COVID-19 world, you know, that I feel like the floodgates have opened and, uh, this, new divine uh, level of consciousness is is free and we'll see what happens. I know that sounds a little, you know, grandiose, but that's what I feel. I agree with you because every, you know, even when this was all beginning, I've had friends who were like, this is forcing me to be still and be uh, quiet and alone with myself and really reevaluate my life. Exactly. Oh, I love it. I love it. I, uh, in terms of all that, like, it's crazy because I've been getting into more of meditation and just, Mm. you know, ideas of, you know, like Buddhism or Hinduism. And it's like, it's, they're all, they're like very similar. Yeah. It's, there's this, uh, uh, phrase that, um, a, a pastor once told me about process theology and how um, basically when it comes to God, you know, all that is, uh, it's almost as if we're all looking at an elephant and the Christians see the ear and Buddhists see the trunk and, you know, uh, uh, Muslims see the tail and, you know, like new age people see like the, the tusks, like whatever it is, is that we're all looking at God, but from a different perspective. And so the way that I personally believe is that, you know, all of these spiritual thought systems that have existed over centuries and the new ones that are emerging, we're all attempts at communicating, you know, the expression of love in the best way possible. Now then when you deviate from the actual document, it's the man-made culture that then creates this chasm between God and, you know, the truth of love. And so, that's why people have such distortion around religion and God and everything there. But I do think that, you know, there's one truth, but there's multiple paths to get there. Yeah. I feel like you yeah. could have a spiritual awakening, like watching La La Land, or I have a spiritual awakening, like <laughs> listening to Britney Spears or, or, and again, like back to me being a music artist is like, um, there's a lot of spirituality in in this album that I'm releasing. Um, And, you know, again, in a very like traditional pop way, but 
you know, one of the biggest songs in the last 10 years, Born This Way. Um, yes. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M or um, I'm beautiful in my way because God makes no mistakes. And I think that it's not uncommon for artists to to leverage their music as a way to um, to uh, communicate their their sort of relationship with with love and with God. And, you know, I think that that's super important is that people can access the love of God, not just from the Bible, you know? Yes. And I remember in college, someone said, I went to a Christian college and someone, a professor said, all truth is God's truth. Mm -hmm. And that's like, has always stuck with me. My friend, she tells me, uh, a grandma uh, would tell her, eat the chicken and spit out the bones. Meaning to say that like, you know, in our free will, we have discernment. We have a way in which we can say, hey, does that resonate with me? And if it doesn't, then you leave it, you know? But when it comes to spiritual principle, like you said, there's universal truths that exist, is that it's not about us learning new information. It's about that reverberation that happens within us when we recognize truth that's already in us so you know exactly to that point is that we we ourselves are are just being able to now decipher you know do i believe in the man-made laws or the government or you know fox news or cnn or is that where i get my truth or do i get my truth from my inner being and my higher self and you know the god dwells within me and another thing for me that's been transformative is just the idea that we are all one and we are all connected. Mm. I like, love that. Yes, because, I mean, if, if, if there's ever an us versus them, that's all the ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think, you know, the old paradigm is, is operating out of this scarcity mindset, separation consciousness, um, you know, seeing us as, as separate selves, but really we're all, we're all the faces of God, you know, existing in this matrix and, you know, but anything that I love Beyonce again, one of her songs, uh, hold up when she says, when you love me, you love yourself. When you hate me, you hate yourself. Don't play yourself or whatever, you know? So it's like, that's, that's the universal law of cause and effect. It's karma. So you know, we we think that, oh, if I cheat somebody, if I lie to somebody, no, it's actually, you know, you throwing a boomerang and it coming back and hitting you. <laughs> so anything that we're tuning ourselves to, especially within like the law of attractions definition, is like we're broadcasting fear, then we're receiving fear. If you're broadcasting love, then you're receiving love. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It reminds me of in... Um... I read You're a Badass. Oh my God, love her. Jen Sincero is like so good. Yeah. The money one is also really good. Both are good. But she uh, talks about how whenever you like someone, it's because, you know, they remind you of you. Or if you dislike someone, it it's because you, they, you dislike, a per- you see something that you don't like about yourself. Yeah, I like that. I, I, so I, um, on this awakening, I've had this, like, I, I don't, I can't even to this day, ex- like explain what it was or what it is. I'm still t- defining it, but I, I feel like I met my soulmate 
on this process. And um, this person helped me see like and learn unconditional love. And to your point, the way that we uh, experience love in, in this physical world now is is this uh sense of mutual projection whereas like let me project my wounds onto you and i'll project you know they'll project your wounds onto us but now i understand love as exactly as you're saying is a sense of awareness where it's like namaste the love in me salutes the love in you and so i've actually learned that in loving somebody i'm actually loving the person that i am or being called to be when I'm around them, you know? And so it's not ever that I thought that this person was so beautiful. I mean, he's very handsome, but to me, he's always reflected to me my own beauty, um, which is really rare. It's so love is a sense of awareness, which is, is beautiful. And I think that also harkens back to our purpose is that, you know, is that in our recognition of of our oneness with with another, with all that is, all living sentient beings, we know that that's our connection to God, is that God isn't separate from us. God isn't this like deity in the sky, like waiting to punish us. When you realize that you're one with God, then you are actually able to then see and recognize your oneness in others. Uh, When you think you're separate of God, then that's how we mistreat ourselves. And that's when we're living a life that's so far deviated from love. Yes. No, I, I love, I love that. And even like when we, when there's people we like hate or dislike or whatever, if you, if you really remember that the divine that's in you is also in them, mm. like that, that just like, it's like a reminder, like, girl, you still gotta like be compassionate to them. I like that. I know. I mean, one of the biggest ones is, you know, our president, Donald Trump, is that at the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, it's a big one, right? Um, let it go, let it we're, go. We're called to love everybody. We're not called to like everybody. We're not called to vote for everybody. We're not called to not stand up for injustice. We obviously are. Jesus flipped some tables off, you know? So when you think about Donald Trump is that, yes, he's a child of God. Do is he When he's deviated from the moral aspects of who God has called him to be, then that creates, you know, a lot of chaos, right? So, but how do we mitigate that chaos? By hating him? No, like at the same time, we have to pray not only for him, but for all of our leaders that they live in alignment with their truth. You know, I'm like, is it really Donald Trump or is it an entire uh, legislative body that, you know, has lost its moral moral compass, you know? And so I pray for everybody that, you know, is creating these laws that they somehow their angels, their higher selves are attempting to reach them and that they make the best decisions while they're still in power. Yes. The other day I, in my meditation, I was like sending love and to everyone and, I started going on this trail of like the worst people in society, mm. like who I would deem like serial killers wow. and, um, you know, people in North Korea yeah. or, you know, people who are like sex trafficking KKK or, or whatever. Okay. And I was, <laughs> oh yeah. 
but I was still like in my meditation, I was just sending yeah. love, sending love, sending love. And, and I, I mean, who am I to judge? You and know, it's, still... that's all, that's all that you are, you know, when you withhold love again, whatever you do comes back to you. That's, that's inflaming your own suffering is that we are designed to love. Right. So only in love can you actually set healthy boundaries like only in love can you actually assert yourself in the way that god would have you so it doesn't mean that love is this like passive like everyone's light in love it means that you can actually discern what's truth and what is not because i 100 percent still believe that there isn't there's truth and then there's the opposite that of and so to your point in you basically giving a free pass to everyone is how you fill yourself up with love. You're freely giving it, which means to say that you already know love is abundant. When you're selective about it, that's where we get into problems. Because <laughs> now you're like, oh, I need to audition this person or I need to train this person or I'm only going to give my love conditionally if they mirror back to me what I want from them. That's not love. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I saw you post some things about oh, yes. Abraham Hicks. Oh my god. Tell me a, tell me about this person. Is it a is it a yeah. is I okay, was confused. So is Abraham it a boy? Hicks is it a girl? Is a spiritual author, that's uh the name that it goes by, but essentially uh the woman who is speaking on behalf of Abraham, her name is Esther Hicks. Abraham is a set of infinite consciousness that essentially she channels uh, through her teachings, his teachings and um, its teachings. Um, actually, they're they. So it's like Abraham's non-binary. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, yeah. yeah, she calls them they. Um, but essentially it's, it's infinite intelligence from beyond the veil. And, you know, so it's a level of, non-three-dimensional consciousness that she's speaking from and i mean the teachings are again to, like what you talked about before where people can dispute it they might think that it's you know baloney or wicked or something crazy but when you hear the principles anyone with a level of like astuteness or like receptivity would see that you know there's a lot of truth in in these teachings and really what the foundation of it it's uh the secret and you know the popular mainstream like law of attraction movement was derived from abraham hicks so everything that you're now seeing in mainstream spirituality around um manifestation and all that it it, ha it comes from abraham mm -hmm. so um at least i think that was at least one of the original sources and so uh, yeah, I, I love it. And I think that it's the perfect complement to the way in which I approach my spirituality. You know, I grew up Catholic when I was little. And I think around the age of 12, I started to resist all the rules because I've always seen spirituality as an intimacy between me and my higher power. And, you know, there was so much, you know, negativity and and condemnation and judgment that was coming out of the church that my relationship with god just 
denied and just was never, I always knew was not true. Um, I always knew that even though I was gay and, you know, I am who I am, that God always loved me. And being able to operate from that, that level of assurance has actually helped me to expand my scope of what I, I, I see as my spiritual relationship. And so I do, on one hand, consider myself Christian, but at the same time, um, dip into other modalities and disciplines that, again, you know, seeking truth in other spaces. And I do think all of the prophets have, have been able to successfully convey really, really powerful stuff. It doesn't just come from one source. Yeah, no, I proposed it for me. And when you first read it, it's like, wow, this is, wow, this is a lot. Like, it's a lot. And then, but then, like, the more you read it, you're like, oh, wait, like, this is amazing. And this is awesome. And wait. And so, wait, what? I can, I'm allowed to believe this and want this for my life. Mm -hmm. and, and then, and then, but then she, I think, you know, they really just talk about, you know, your desires and your wants and your dreams and, but really like, be like, look, you are allowed to have and manifest and dream whatever the F you want. And if you believe it, then it will happen. Yeah. And it's, I, I love that because I think so much of traditional Christianity and even modern Christianity, it's, it's creating these limitations that we know and that we sense within our inner guidance is not true. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the power Jesus said to us, you know, in the Bible, you know, there's nothing in you that I don't have. And, you know, the Holy Spirit was gifted to us as, um, as a result of the resurrection. And, you know, the power of God dwells within us. And so if we're here creating a human man-made ceiling on, on the, limitlessness of, of, of God that, that is trying to manifest miracles here on earth, I believe that that's what our purpose is. Like I call a purpose, whatever your gift and contribution of love is, but also your purpose is, um, is also what is the means through which you're able to bring heaven to earth. And I think that that's what we're meant to do is that when we experience suffering, we're experiencing fear consciousness or hell consciousness here on earth you know when we're in in love and we're in joy which is our natural state we're experiencing heaven consciousness and i think that the more of us that can return to love return to the natural state of who we are um that will shift it's it's like the tipping point it will shift that for for all of mankind one thing i wanted to mention about abraham hicks is like if you know and truly believe that you're connected to the source, the universe, then the everything, there is no limits, mm -hmm. right? Whatever you want, you desire, you believe for yourself. Like if you, if you are one with the universe, then it will happen. Exactly. And I think most people think that, oh, if I am just, running rampant on my desires, then that's going to make me a bad person or I'm going to be greedy or, you know, evil or whatever. But I think that there, we're inherently wired to desire. We, we create, our thoughts create things, right? And so everything that we create into this uh, human experience 
had a spiritual basis and it, it came from somewhere. And so um, exactly to that point, we can either focus our thoughts to create more love, the abundance of love, or we can, in, in our fear-based thinking, focus our thoughts to create more fear. And so I think we're never gonna have a shortage of, 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 of love. The more that we can rise to the abundance and you know, Jen Sincero, who you mentioned, she says this thing about making money or being rich as basically being able to afford the life that makes you most authentic. So you as a comedian, you know this, like you need to, you know, hire videographers and, you know, costumes for your shows. And, you know, there's a lot of expenses that go with that, right? But mm -hmm. the more resources that you have, the more that you're able to expand your vibration of love to more people, offer yeah. that to more people. And so I've now shifted to a place in which, you know, what Abraham says is that, um, that the universe expands proportionate to our desires. The more to, that you expand to your desires to create love on this planet, the universe is answering that call. And there's no competition. You're not taking away from anybody. The universe is ex ever expanding proportionate to your desires. However, most of us are thinking small. Most of us uh. are living beneath our calling. Like you said, we're imposing these man-made limits on ourselves. And that is, that's what's created this detriment. That's what's created uh, an amoral economic system that we're living in. <laughs> yes, and as the Bible says, ask and you shall receive and seek and you shall find. I mean, yeah, if we're going to believe in a God, we should believe in, in his limitlessness and his power. And I think, you know, some people, they, they ask, you know, Abraham talks about being in the vortex, right? And so people ask for the desires from a place of lack, from out of the vortex, but when they ask from inside the vortex, then they realize that the universe has, they might not give you that exact role. They might not give you that exact job, but there's an infinite stream of, of avenues that the universe can deliver you love and abundance and a relationship and, you know, resources. So it's about then surrendering to a higher power to allow that to come into our experience. Anything you want to plug? You know, I think that I'm just excited to, you know, be along the journey with people like you and um, other, especially, yeah, just being a representative of, of queer people, queer artists of color, you know, Asian Americans, you know, whoever my, my uh, you know, I have my soul, but then I have like my physical role that I'm playing in this in this hologram and you know all of those people I think it's so important for you know conversations like this to be had so that you know we can really um, expand the way that people yeah. see spirituality and you know the yeah. thing that I love so much about Oprah is that she's not you know at the pulpit you know telling you you have to live your way your life like this you know she instead is saying I'm inviting you on my path of discovery. And, yes. you know, she has some really amazing people that she's in conversation with that have really unique perspectives on how to navigate life and love. And so I think that it's amazing to just live in Los Angeles and 
to be around people like you and who are living in the fullness of of our truth because when we do that i really think that that's how we activate uh god within and so yeah that's that's what people will see in this new iteration of me and my music and when my album finally comes out later this year um yeah that's that's what i'm that's my best shot again at living my truth and living my purpose yes all righty and on that note thank you so much sir christopher Singh. oh my god thank you this was a very fun kiki yeah i've never talked about this stuff so it was great oh girl have this conversation yes this is the beginning of the revolution amazing and yeah keep being fabulous pop queen goddess thank you thank you my love um as you as well i'm excited for everything that that you're doing in the comedy space it's it's really really exciting yes oh my gosh awesome all right have a great night thank you guys talk soon bye I'm Verucci, and you've been listening to Spiritual Kiki. Follow me on Instagram and join me next week for another edition of Spiritual Kiki. Yeah.